Happy Saturday! Happy Saturday! Happy Saturday, y'alls! Welcome to my tiny feminine car. For another car stream, because mainstream sucks. This one's going to be short because I only have a half hour lunch today. But it'll be short and sweet. You know what I mean. Any thoughts on BB being banned from DLive? Uh, not really. I mean, if there's anyone who demonstrates the ability to thrive regardless of constraint, it would be uh, Owen. So I'm not too worried. <clears throat> you should be more worried for those platforms that continue to operate uh, on the behalf of a very small group of people who want to control uh, the illusion of danger. Um, you know, it's on them. So whatever political, social play they're doing, uh, they lose out. And that's fine. So it's all fine. It's all good. There's nothing to be upset the uh, the uh, vulnerability is, is to appeal back and be like, you shouldn't. And you could take, you know, if you take legal action or whatever, if it's wrongdoing, there is a power to, to law. Um, there is something to uh, appealing to law if you, if you uh, can win, you know, if you're smart about it. So, I mean, he has a pretty good uh, team and he has a pretty good... Uh, track record for for winning against the the uh, the beasts. So if there's anyone to fight it, it would be him. But if there's anyone who could thrive without fighting, it would be him too. So it it really doesn't matter to me. He'll be fine. <clears throat> um. Um. Well, let's just play this because it's I like it. about that is there's a lot being said with nothing actually literally being said um it's just showing sort of like my experience and i think a lot of your experience someone was like what's with the dolphin and i was just like oh it was a previous live stream where you know i played a, a clip of her and it sounded just like a dolphin and that was branched off of from a little moment that uh, Anomaly did when he covered that little bit that she did. And he was like, ah! And it really made me laugh. And then I just kept it going. 
and went to the most absurd uh, logical end, which is she's a dolphin. She's a she's a, a an Indian half African American dolphin. Okay, so we don't need to know anything more. Um, um, oh yeah, someone sent this to me because I did a. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I had to have you know I had to participate. Usually I don't really participate in the the run of the mill uh, popular memes that get recycled, but. I was just like, where, what can I do? And there was two choices. It was either Bernie was going to be on the grassy knoll or what, what have you, or I was going to replace the upside down guy from the famous 9-11 picture falling upside down to his death. But I thought that was too morbid. You know, that's a person, maybe uh, a father possibly. And I thought, I mean, I know doing what I do, I, I always tread the line of distastefulness. Uh, but I thought that was a little too much. But someone will do it. Bernie sitting in the chair upside down replaced the falling famous infamous man falling from the towers uh, with Bernie. And uh, you got yourself a hit. <clears throat> Let's look at... Um, JB looks like Ace Ventura when nature calls. Alt-righty then. Um, let's look at... Let's get you guys signed up with the self-authoring uh, book. I did a bit on, on this a couple streams ago, maybe two months ago, and I couldn't find the video anymore, so someone sent it. So I could, I'm going to relive this whole thing again because uh, someone constantly asks, you know, I make poke fun at Jordan Peterson, they ask why. And I'm going to go ahead and play this and see if um, you see perhaps a methodology of sales that maybe is consistent with a little guy called Alex Jones. Come on, Joe, Joe, they're coming, they're coming. Danger's coming, the fall's coming. You know, the FEMA camps are already set up. No, the Chimera camps are set up. The vaccines are coming. Joe, 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 you don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe it. This is not what I believe. This is, this is what they believe. This is, the, this is what they believe. Okay. You get stuck. There's a lot of you that's stuck in the past. Your experience might have scattered you everywhere. And what that means is you didn't map the territory well enough, and the parts of your brain that are alarm systems, anxiety systems, are saying, no, no, there's holes in the way you're looking at the world. And you fell in them once, and you don't know where they are, and you don't know how to fill them, and you don't know how to walk around them. You have to do something about it, or you will be tortured by those memories forever. I designed this set of programs called the Self-Authoring Suite. It helps you sort out things about your past that are still burdening you. You get to design a little heaven to strive for and a little hell to avoid. Anyone see the similarities between that and the spicy, the meatball guy? Right? Look! You're you're on the Titanic of life. You're sinking. You're a sinking ship. Your kids are drowning. You can't do shit about it. The world's ending. There's a tornado of chaos eating up your entire livelihood and your vitality. Everything's going to shit. You don't have any fucking control of your life. I developed a self-authoring book that might help you out with all of that. That's, uh, I'm fine. I'm actually, you know, 
part of what I do uses emotional appeal, some form of musicality and uh, extreme that taps into the our vulnerable emotional sense senses sensitivities and uh so i'm not fully against it it's just that when there's a clear manipulation and it's just way extreme and obvious to the point where it's almost like a uh a format almost like you might as well insert that into a you know a gray's anatomy scene or something like that um in order to sell and so what you're doing is selling a false chaos, a false crisis. It's Hegelian. It's Hegelian economics, you know, and it's fine. I'm not going to like, you should, don't do that. It, it just, I've graduated from don't do that to just, that's what that is. Uh, be honest with what you're seeing it is and don't pretend it's something else. That's all. That's all I really uh, care about is that people don't pretend it's something else, right? That's what it is. You're selling a problem that's vague, believable through through abstract form, believable through emotional and fear, and enough. You believe in enough where you have to get your shit together, and and um, you know what's the thing selling you the chaos and the the problem um, is also the entity that's selling you the solution. You know, it would be like if I was like. You guys look at all this fucking bullshit happening in the world. Look at it all. Look at it all. It's all going to chaos. You know, that's why you should buy Savage Memes Volume 2 because, you know, the book will offer you a lot of um, conventional wisdom uh, with how to properly look and analyze these problems in the world. It's like, what? No. Don't. That's, that's lying. That's lying. Okay better participate in landmark yeah it's a similar methodology you know it's it's similar it's not a i don't think I'll, i mean landmark is as uh out you know um what's the word um big big show i forgot the word I'm having a lot of brain farts with forgetting words lately Anyway, over the top, you know, whatever. But that's everything. That's the news. I mean, it's essentially the news. What you just saw is a news clip, you know. The same methodology mainstream right and left uses, which is there's chaos, quick flashes, quick, big, intense music, uh, a lot of flashes, up-close eyeball, up-close eyeball. Um, and then you go, you know, you know, stay informed, sign up for a newsletter, only we can deliver the the calmness in the storm. You know, only Q can deliver the the truth bombs for you. You know, chaos, 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 craziness. Uh, you know, you're out of control. Don't worry. Report back for the drop. We'll give you just enough truth to keep you treading water. That's what it feels like. It's like you're drowning. Here's a little rope. At least you're treading water. But uh, I have endless amounts of rope. It just costs fourteen ninety five a month, you know, whatever it is. Boop, 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 boop. Ben Shapiro WAP, similar, similar theater. I still don't know the word, you know, like this, like wow. Significant, 
maybe. Significant is a good word. How many wars will Joe start? I don't think he'll start a war. I think um, how I see it is the banking system, the central bank system, um, will pursue war with or without you. It's that uh, it's ongoing. There's always a, a like a, a ready ready button to to do to continue what's already happening and the question is like are you a part of it and you and your cronies and your new companies that'll profit from war uh, new investments are they going to be a part of it and if they are you have to sell it through democracy you have to sell it through the voting system so that uh that it's less upsetting and and they're in on it and the american the american people are then in on it um, even if they disagree, they at least know about it. So I feel like presidents are more like disclosure um, people. It's almost like the president is like not the main show, but the person who warms up the crowd before a, a live show, like a live studio audience taping. And they tell you what's going on and they sort of give you a, a priming of what's happening. And... Um, and then when there's a you know when you need a break they're there also to to chirp you up to cheer you up or to do whatever they're going to do. And so um I was thinking about this um my friend sent me a book by a uh, I guess he's a fairly libertarian guy author his name is something Horton. I think he wrote the book. I'm not sure. Could be um mischaracterizing him, but it was a book about war and banking and and people are more awake to this now that uh that banking central banking lending lending against resources you know uh, the, the uh you know people understand what the um economic hitman is and how countries and different represent representatives of different countries can do that to countries who need the money up front who need the infrastructure and when they can't pay it back uh, what they have as collateral is their uh, access to their natural resources. And so the banking uh, cabal loves this shit because they can print and, and invent money or they can actually use your money and invest. They can legally use your money, you know, and invest into risky business, you know, without you consenting. So um, I was thinking about it and I might include this as a potential aspect of uh, this comic book that I've been brainstorming that you guys may or may not have heard me talk about. The idea that banking's, banks themselves have like full-on private military like that we don't know about. Like black ops, but, but more than that, like actual like hired like war mili militaries, like branches of of a military that's dis that's designed and designated to a bank. Um, and if that doesn't exist, I thought it was uh, a really interesting concept, you know, where you put those things, t you know, together and how much sense that makes more than a country. You know, you think in, we always think in terms of like risk and like, you know, wars and all the, the history we know. And there's, a, you know, Napoleon and Hitler and Stalin. Everyone has their own army and they have a different color. And it's like, they the way we're presented it is, it's like presented is like, it's like 
clearly like color wars. It's like as we would see it in a story or a game or a coloring book. But then we're like, well, well, when it gets super privatized, you know, it doesn't have a uniform. What's the uniform of a bank? What's the national, ethnic, theological heritage of a bank? You know what I mean? Like this idea that a war is fought and it's honorable and there's men who, you know, young boys who go out and fight the war. Uh, but I think we're missing the the idea that a war can be fought and many times has been, um, you know, not under those uh those prefaces, those presumptions. Those that's how this the war is sold. You know, you know, go out there, Johnny. I know you're only 17, but fight for mommy out there because your our freedom is in a goat's ass in Akapakistan. Fuck, you know, like what? But the reality is it's the bank and the bank gets to use uniforms. And I talked about this yesterday on the on the stream that how um they've commodified they've they've basically commodified uh you know um revolution revolutionary you know you get to wear the uniform I, the the girl gets to grow her fro and be like yeah black panthers you know and like take the picture and everything's on a shelf now that you can buy it it's it's just like when you go to the store and you're going to like prepare for like Halloween or something. And, and there's a bunch of outfits for kids. You can pick out whatever you want. That's like the LARPing level of, um, revolutionary, um, expression that exists now. It doesn't matter. You want to be a, you know, you want to be anti-fash. You want to be fash. Uh, you get the black and the baklava or whatever the hell it's called. I think that's actually a Greek dessert or something, but, uh, um, you get the point. You can buy it. it it's purchasable. You can rent purchase lease revolutionary identity and um, it's a commodity and similarly the bank can borrow from that and sell a war and pick any particular revolutionary narrative they want they get to actually use already existing uniforms to fund war and they they play both sides they fund both sides different banks the same bank it's all loaning it's all loans and then collateral damage, and then reinvestment. It's a win-win-win. It's like a triple win. And they get to use any any uniform they want. But if you think about it, it's like, what identity is that? A bank wins every war, right? A bank wins every war. If a bank wins every war, there's no culture. There's no, we did this for your grandkids. You know, oh, your, your great-grandfather stood and fought for this country. It's like swap the grandfather, the, the guy who got duped into getting on a boat and like storming a beach somewhere. Like swap that with just a banker in, a, in an office. And it's like your great grandfather um, had no side in the matter, but he invested, you know, smartly. He invested in both sides, three different sides, and he knew one of them would owe the other, and he knew that two of the places would be demolished, and you'd need another loan to actually reinvest in infrastructure, and um, and the bank also had some shares in in the companies that were actually building, rebuilding. It's like, look at it from the perspective not of like virtue in how war is sold, but just 
from the perspective of a utilitarian psychopath, investing in war is just another um, economic system. And then you see the truth of war and then you're like, oh, whoa. All we're doing is operating with colors and uniforms and, you know, these kinds of things, you know. And it's and it's proven that they put effort into the visuals. You know, Hugo Boss designed the little little mustache man's uh, uniforms. Like there is a presentation and a theatrical aspect to all of it. And it all hides um, the little dude in the suit in the indifferent white suit with a tie who sits at a desk. No uniform. He, he, there's no I, uh, national, cultural, ethnic identity he's fighting for at all. And that's the, the starting point from a globalist perspective, that there are no nations. There's no allegiance. You know, there's no allegiance to your culture and what you want to protect and the way of life that you live if you're a globalist. That's why celebrities are so vulnerable to it. Not only they're vulnerable to being uh, a talking head for some other entity because they think they're a part of some great revolution or the greater good, is that they are known, they know themselves and they're known to others in the entire entirety of the world. So they are, in fact... Um, a global identity. You know what I mean? Once you're known at a global level and you participate in a system that's at a global level, you quickly are detached from the ordinary man in Montana. You know, you don't live the same life. Like you're, you, you are in a fully connected system that has no um, identity or no connection or um, loyalty to a specific border. That's why all these um, you know, left-leaning progressives, uh, famous people are just, it's automatic. It's not like, how could you think like that? It's like, oh yeah, no, you would, you would think like that because you don't see borders. You see that you can be you in any place and it can work. So it must work for everyone. And that's the, the fallacy there. Jeez, look at my hair. Why don't you guys say something? Just looking off. <sighs> Come on, man. Let's go, man. Tom Cruise is nuts. Problem with Tom Cruise is, like, at least from the Scientologists that I know, and I know a couple, and they are I think they're nice people. Um, I don't have any problem with them having their own cult. Um, is that they're mostly against um, the, the big pharma entity that sells you sickness, gets you sick, sells you the, the uh, remedy, you know. And uh, Tom Cruise with the mask and everything and, you know, buying into this thing doesn't seem consistent with me. I don't, it just doesn't seem right. <clears throat> what do you think about precious metals as currency? Um... I don't think too much about that because it's hard to predict. Like, let's say they force everyone on a digital currency, totally controlled, and then the social aspect of virtue comes in and tells you you can't, you know, buy this because of your last tweet or whatever. I don't know that precious metals will become the underground 
uh, currency. I think it might just go straight barter. And then if, if you don't want what the person is offering, but you, you know, but they want what you have, then you have to create some sort of other value, some buffer that represents value. And I don't know, it could be, I don't see any necessity that it needs to be gold. I think there's a necessity to make money backed by something that's physical. Um, but in the short term, it could be like seashells. You know, if you're going to go straight to, uh, you know, an alternative to, to a, a, a totally central, centrally run, not decentralized, totally controlled digital crypto system that by law you have to use and it's illegal to not use it. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, aggregating coins will do the trick. In fact, if you want to hide your trail and to, uh, to hide from prosecution of, uh, an overreaching authoritarian, um, symposium of psychopaths who want to control every one of your transactions, I think money or gold and silver would be the worst thing too, because that's too easy to look at and go, Oh, that equals that there's their unit of measure. Uh, consolidate it, confiscate it. it you'd, if you're smart, if you want to wean off the system and have a, you know, this is like a, I don't even think this is a near, it's a likely, but I don't think it's as near as we all think dystopian future where everything is, you know, the mark of the beast kind of thing. I think it's always looming, but I don't, it's harder to do than you think. Um, I think um, in that event, it would be smarter to use something that's undesirable actually something that, um, and I don't mean like, you know, clipped big toenails, but maybe, you know, something that's around, um, that can't be fully reproduced, um, but, um, still can be used as a representative of, of currency. Like maybe hair, you know? Speaking of money, one billion megabucks just won. Yeah, I don't know if it was nice. Um, you know, I have sometimes I have uh, ideas of winning a lottery and the things I would do and the 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 loans and the debt debts I would pay without people knowing and doing a lot of like secret anonymous good would be really fun. But um, you know, when you're hit with a bunch of unearned money, it can be the the death rattle of you and your family and your relationships. It just all depends on, you know, who's, who's doing it, you know? But, um, skilled trade teaching will become a commodity. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good call. And, and again, it's like, that's a perfect example of like, what's not actually captured in the physical. It can't be taken. Like you can, you could confiscate gold. You can confiscate a silver spoon, even if like you're not using it as an alternative commodity and an illegal commodity currency. But knowledge, this is where secret knowledge is so awesome. And I talked about this before, where um, I think the relationship, the, the, the diminished value of currency itself, money, is not, I think, I think, I haven't fully put this together, but tell me what you think. Obviously, overprinting, 
Obviously, the fact that the Federal Reserve, it's not backed by anything, it's all imaginary, um, contributes to the actual devaluing of the money itself. Um, but, um, but I said something before about how, how, uh, information it becoming so ubiquitous and available has just been assumed to be a good thing. But, um, if information is like any other, uh, supply and demand system, then flooding the market with free information is actually, uh, devaluing value itself, like the things you would exchange money for. So, um, and, and a lot of those things are, are earned through participation, through trust, through like, for instance, one aspect of trade that's still kind of protected by, um, by apprenticeship and culture and pride is, is tattooing and how, um, how you earn knowledge not just through practice, but you earn the actual transmission of mimetic knowledge from one to another by earning the trust, by demonstrating your loyalty to the trade, to the people in the trade, to the subculture of the trade. And that, that the internet obliterated that in a lot of ways. You know, like everyone argues that over, you know, immigration can saturate culture, which is true. But if you don't have immigration, but you still have this, insanely disruptive, ongoing, free-flowing fountain of knowledge, then that disrupts culture too. It disrupts interpersonal relationships, um, you know, and the economics of, of knowledge, you know, from one to another, vertical and horizontal. And a lot of people don't really look at that. I haven't heard too much about it. Because you're just like, well, no, we're not going to change that because we have free, you know, the information is connected. But I think we will see that. And I think we will see multiple internets. And from multiple internets, what you have is more consolidated wisdom and information and and protected information, um, secret information. And then the value of info and skills and wisdom goes up and therefore can be a backbone for an actual uh, physical commodity or digital. You know what I mean? But that requires some level of protection from uh, oversaturation, oversharing of, of wealth and knowledge. Um, you, know, you know, you have to earn knowledge. You know, we're in the information age and there's zero wisdom. And that's why. That's why there's zero wisdom. Because wisdom... You know, you can have knowledge and not know how to use the information. Wisdom is knowing how to use knowledge properly and not just having access to it because you hit a button or whatever. I think that's a really uh, going to be a cool um, sort of like pendulum swing that we're going to see with information itself. My hair, geez. I literally look like a young, like, um, use that head vampire. You know, that head vampire, the older one. I look like him just rejecting his his uh, his his fate where he's just like, I don't want to be a vampire. I want to be I want to be a hipster live streamer in a car. That's what I am doing. Is it Dracula? Is that the head one? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Dracula. Um, 
Thoughts on Gad Sad? That's a terrible name, if that's a name. I mean, that's only a good name if it's like a hummus dish or something. Then I'd be like, yes, I will have that. But um, I don't otherwise know who that is. Sounds, Sounds like a very round person. Orders, volume two, can I order? No, volume one is gone, River Bear. It's gone. There was only 750 copies. They're all gone. Boom, bada bing, out, done. Anyway, I gotta, I have like five more minutes, you know. Like, you know, it's like, Yes! This guy's insane. sick is that that guy's name is Antoine Boyer um my first guitar teacher who's very busy and hopefully moving out of New York City soon for his own well-being um uh referred me to that guy who does who teaches and so um you know if I could learn that I mean be it if I did that you know I would be doing way crazier expressions to really sell the fact that what I'm doing is amazing he's he's he keeps it cool um, I would do a lot of, um, you know, hair flips and weird, like, like, uh, like that, just so you guys know how difficult it is. <clears throat> and I don't know if I'll ever be able to do what he just did. Uh, but I know for him it's easy. And then I know that I can do something that to other people sounds easy. So, you know, you know, this, this, thing that we do when we see skill and we're just like what the fuck it's like to the person it's never that way and there you just look at you and like no if you did as much repetition as me you wouldn't think like that at all and that's why I think repetition is one of the greater forms of praise uh to the creator who gave you your gift it's not about the accomplishment of being awesome it's actually the repetition that allows another person to look at what you're doing and go, holy shit. It's not actually the thing. It's the the whole accumulative prog- progress of practice and discipline. You're like, it's clear representation of discipline. And that's why we're like, wow. You know, you know there's just some way of looking at it at the surface and you're just like, in a way, when you say, wow, that's crazy, 
you actually remove yourself from being responsible from owning up to the fact that it's it's actually practice. So it's not amazing. It's actually the practice and the discipline that's amazing, not the thing that he's doing. And um, I really get that now. And uh, for those of you who are even hobbying with something, um, you know, the reason you shouldn't get caught up in where you are in, in the progress, and I know it sounds cliche, like it's about the journey and not the outcome, but in a way, it's it's not even about the journey. It's about the discipline, the discipline of doing that, of practicing repetitions. So whether it's a hobby or whether you're super advanced, you know, I see uh, practice as prayer. And uh, with that, I'll end with... Uh, I'm a guy made, made, made it easy for mass shooters to shoot on children. I gun free zones, man. Come on. There's no candidate up here that's done more for the African black community and put him in jail in the 94 bill. Jordan Peterson says that. Yeah, Jordan Peterson, not everything he says is false or unhelpful. You know what I mean? So don't get that. Don't get don't get it confused. But he also does says some he says some other things like you that stuck. Like there's a lot of you that stuck in the past. Your experience might have scattered you everywhere. And what that means is you didn't map the territory well enough, and the parts of your brain that are alarm systems, anxiety systems, are saying, no, no, there's holes in the way you're looking at the world. And you fell in them once, and you don't know where they are, and you don't know how to fill them, and you don't know how to walk around them. You're going to fall in them again. You're going to have to do something about it. You're heading in oncoming traffic. There's a giant semi-truck. It's going to fuck you and your family up. You're done. Your shit. Your shit is canceled, fuckers. But off to the side of the road, I've got this self-authoring online program that'll perhaps help you pull off to the side of the road like one of those emergency semi-truck ramps that is made out of gravel. Anyway, I gotta go. Fuck!